Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Reignite My Heart Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our support. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available right now on our website on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Also, right now, we will normally be on video on social media, but right now I'm having some difficulties. So as we speak in I'm not going to discontinue the show. I'm going to continue to work on getting the audio version of it so we can get started. As fact, as we, um, as I'm setting up for the video version, I want to just share a couple of things with you all. I know this is Sunday, the 20th of December, the Sunday before Christmas. And, I hope and pray that everyone is finished with uh, shopping, if you are planning on doing any shopping. Um, The most important thing is just make sure, please, please, please be safe. Please be safe. This is the time that many people end up doing some heinous things to try to cause havoc in our lives, regardless if it's uh, stealing or uh, trying to jack or whatever, you just you just be surprised the craziness and the foolishness that that go on in the minds of people. I mean, we already know that that's the trick of the devil to try to uh, bring things to try to bring harm upon us. So we have to be aware. We have to be aware of our surroundings. Make sure you have people to um, know your whereabouts. Make sure that you let people know. And uh, also make sure that you're accountable because one of the things that a lot of times we don't think about, we don't think about, uh, we think about being a victim, true, but also there are so many people that come in uh, getting incarcerated for a mistaken identity. And, you know, the devil would love to be able to tarnish your name and your reputation, make the matter of Christ look bad, even though there might be a um, wrong identity, but sometimes just picking up that, um, or cleaning up that, that bad image, sometimes, it doesn't work <laughs> like we desire it. So we just have to be very careful and very prayerful of um, just of our surroundings. Being careful, please, please, please. 
So as we um, as we get ready, I want to make sure that um, we go ahead and just share with y'all, you know, some things that may be on my heart. Um, as a matter of fact, thank the Lord, I see a video virgin is video virgin is is on now. So. Okay, so as I'm as I'm talking to you all, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna show. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. I hope and pray that there's something that is said that may be able to be a an idea of thought that will make us really look at things differently be able to look at things in a way where you never know how. Sometimes we can be so narrow-minded in our thinking that we don't really um, pay attention to what God may be trying to show us through situations or circumstances. So I want to just share that with you all. So if you give me about five seconds, we're going to start on Okay, we're going to start on the show in, all righty, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I know for those that just now watching on online, the video version, uh, we had some technical difficulties, so I wanted to make sure that I continue to work on that until we got it fixed. So thank God for this opportunity to be with you all. I hope and pray that you all had a very, very blessed, safe um, weekday and also now coming in the weekend. So I hope and pray that there's something that um, really helped you along the way, especially during this day and hour. We are... we're celebrating, we're five days away from uh, celebrating Christmas. And so that's one of the things that really been on my heart for us to uh, get back into the mindset of putting Christ in the Christmas season. The You know, a lot of people, they say, oh, these holidays, they they right behind each other that's been going on since the beginning of time, the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then the week later, New Year's. So have people, we get into the uh, commercialism, the commercialism of the holiday season, you know, this opportunity for people to, uh, stores to have Christmas specials and all that stuff. And also people get into the habit of spending all their money or getting to debt. And we miss, We listen, we're getting debt to pay for gifts for people that either people that we may love or people that we may try to prove our love to. And we end up being focused on the gift 
or what we want to give them instead of the relationship that we need to have with them. So I'm going to think about it. But also the same token, a lot of times we see this holiday season and we think about can give me instead of what we can give to people. And when I say give to people, it's not always something that's financial. Sometimes it may be just a conversation. Sometimes it could be just a smile, just a hug, just a phone call. It may be something to that effect. So on today's show, we want to talk about being Christ-centered during this holiday season. We want to talk about that and much more in the episode called Remembering Christ in Christmas. Remembering Christ in Christmas. And I know many people, they'll talk, they'll say, well, you know, um, I want to understand this. We're not talking about, well, you know what, that's a pagan thing and this and that. No. A lot of times we miss, we miss the main thing. We're always supposed to be Christ-centered. That's the main thing, Christ-centered 24-7. Now, also on the same token, we're looking at opportunity for us as family to come together. Now, of course, we know this year uh, the pandemic has caused us to make some adjustments in our uh, gathering. But that doesn't mean that you can't gather. What do I mean? You might have been used to going to your family and friend's house and really just fellowshipping. But on the other hand, we got social media. Many of us have smartphones. Many of us have computers, laptops. So just because the pandemic is going on, that does not mean that you can't communicate with them or video chat with them. You can't communicate with them or visit them through social media. There are many ways for us to be, you know, uh, spontaneous or for us to be um, inventive. In other words, we got to seize every moment to be able to allow that relationship to be cultivated. And so what better way, what better time when you think about it, the holiday season, many children, well, children are already out of school. But then also, what about the businesses that are closed? In other words, you have some freed up time for you to be able to seize the moment. And so many people, and like I said, this is not to try to debate upon different things. The main thing is keeping Christ centered. Point blank, keeping Christ centered. Keeping Christ centered requires us to be what? Worshippers, and when we say worshippers, that means being able to be an having an opportunity to worship and also to praise God at any given moment. In other words, in order for us to be able to um, seize the opportunity or take every opportunity to promote Christ, this is a great opportunity for us to be able to evangelize and witness to others who Christ really is. And also, we had our Sunday school lesson. We were talking about um, worship. 
One of the things I would like to for us to say, especially in a lot of our families, we have the gatherings. Like I said, we have the gatherings throughout the years. We have the gatherings during Christmas time. We'll exchange gifts. We may even watch games, football games. But how many of us take the opportunity for us to just talk about what we're grateful for? Talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Many times we're so busy talking about ourselves. Many times we're so busy focusing on ourselves. But we fail to have the opportunity or we overlook the opportunity for us to share the goodness of God through his son, Jesus Christ, who is our Savior. You know, the understanding, even looking at the opportunity for us to be reminded Christmas, you know, we that we having that day set aside for us to celebrate Christ's birth. But then also, we have that moment, but how many of us really understand the birth of Christ? I mean, if you really think about it, do we really sit down and just talk about it? And many of us, we profess to be believers, but we're so busy trying to figure out what what that person, what this person got for me, then what we give it to him. You know, when we really think about it, Jesus Christ being born, he came into this world specifically to die, to live, to die for us in exchange. In other words, we are redeemed because of the death of Jesus Christ. One of the things I heard that was so fascinating, you know, Jesus bled and he died. That's that's awesome. But many people have bled, but how many people have died and rose up for your sake, for my sake? Nobody but one, Jesus Christ. And so thinking about the birth of Jesus where he was fully God and fully man. There was a child, a unique child, you know, um, in the Bible tells us that Jesus was God's only begotten son. Begotten word simply means unique, one of a kind. He was unique because he was fully God and fully man at the same time. And many people that say, well, you know, um, that, that was, he was that's God also. That's God the Father and God the Son in one. No, it's not. Two separate people. Now, when we hear the word God, when we hear the title God, a lot of times we automatically refer to the Father. But the Father and the Son were two different people. And so what happened, God through the Holy Spirit impregnated Mary. Mary was a human being and the Holy Ghost impregnating Mary produced or gave gave life to a baby being Jesus Christ. And that baby 
being, like I said, fully God, fully man, you think about this. How can that happen? You think about you having a mother and a father. Everybody that's related to your mother, you're related to them. But then also everyone that's related to your father, you're related to them. So you are 100% fully related to those who are related to your mother, but then also you are 100% fully related to those who are your father. Well, same thing where Jesus, Jesus being 100% a man, a human through Mary, the mother, but also he was also God through the Father. So when we think about it, he came upon this earth in order to die for your sins. He died for my sins. And of course, he died for us to have eternal life. That's great. That's important. But also for us to have life here on earth. You know, for us to think about it, so having those times for us to be able to reflect and talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, many times, like I said, a lot of times we get into the commercialism of the holiday season, but we hear, you know, Christ is the reason for the season. We hear these cliches, but we really don't implement Christ into any of our activities of our life except for praying for something or praying for somebody. And so this is a great opportunity for us to be able to celebrate and acknowledge and learn about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Every opportunity is a teachable moment in order for us to know who he is and that also that helps us understand who we are to him. They help us to understand that we are so important, we are so loved, we are so valuable that God the Father had a plan to redeem us by sending his unique son, Jesus Christ, into the earth to be born for specifically for you and I. That's something to think about for those who may have had insecurities or low self-esteem. That gives us the knowledge of how much we are loved by God, how much God loves us so much that he want to have a relationship with you. He want to have a relationship with me. So during the course of our exchanging gifts, planning, and for us to be able to watch the games, do we actually implement those same principles that we did in the times of old, you look at some of the uh, Christmas movies, they always sung a song about the baby Jesus. They sung carols, Christmas carols, acknowledging, in other words, not just acknowledging, but worshiping the baby Jesus. But we don't do that often. I don't know too many. I'm not saying nobody does it, but we don't do it as often. We don't do it as often as we would when we were 
in our younger years or sometime back in the uh, early times of the 70s and 80s, the 90s. We don't really do that. And you think about that helps us to even worship as a family. Now, we can easily do it at church, the building. That's fine and dandy. But how about us doing it in our own home? That's something we really have to think about because if we all are going to pray to worship God at church, you don't do it in your home? We don't do it at our home? No. We're supposed to praise and worship God always. And I will say this, worship is not something that you, quote, unquote, do. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is an attitude. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is an attitude. In other words, having every opportunity, whatever you do, doing it unto God, doing it unto God. That means if I'm going to give, I'm going to give from my heart with no ill motive. I'm going to do it as if I'm giving it to God. I'm going to give God my best. Or I'm going to do in obedience to God. That's something, that, that's worship. Worship. Worship is more than just saying hallelujah. Worship is obedience. And whatever God helps you to do, do it. Sometimes, Sometimes God may have you to give or even call someone that you may not be favorable with. Someone, sometimes God may have you to call someone or bless someone or give to somebody who may have done you wrong. Huh. And not realizing if God told you to do it, then that's a seed. There's a seed that he want to implement to that person who may have done you wrong. But the key thing is, it would behoove us to be able to do what God have us to do or not do what God does not want us to do in order for us to be able to be used by God and also to praise God through obedience. So that's something we have to think about. So being able to celebrate Christmas is more than just, like I said, exchanging gifts or looking for Santa Claus. The most important thing is praising and worshiping our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For us to be able to really just think about what's going on, for us to be able to think about how much he loves us and how much he want to just have that relationship with us. He wants that relationship with us. So we have to really think about we are highly loved. We are highly loved by God. So I want to make sure that we get back into understanding the reason for the season, and that's Jesus Christ. It ain't because of Pepsi, Coca-Cola. It ain't because of, well, you know what, they're going to give you some days off. That's fine and dandy. But even for us to be able to worship together as a family, that's important. You know, this pandemic has really opened up an opportunity for us to have a deeper relationship with those that we love and those that love us. You know, many people in the opportunity of us being able to be off work, true enough, it may be an inconvenience, but it's also an opportunity. I said this years ago, it's a story that um, uh, 
I had, I might have been uh, maybe 11 years old or something, but I called my dad at work and asked him to hurry him come home because there was an accident that happened at the house. So he flew like a bat out of Chicago to hurry up and get to the house. And when he made it home, come to find out, he realized that I had lied. I made up the story for him to come home because I wanted to borrow $10 from him. And so I did get a whooping because I lied. And when I got done getting whooped, then he went in his pocket and gave me $10. Well, I told him I wanted the money, but in actuality, I didn't want the money. I lied about that because I felt like if I just told him I wanted him home, then that would have been good enough. So I had to make up an excuse to let him know I needed the money, even though I didn't need the money. But all I wanted was his time. And so no amount of money can separate or that can take the place of quality time. And so in the midst of this pandemic, this has been a great opportunity to have some quality time commune with those that we love and those that love us. You know, sometimes it may have it might have been a stretch because it might have been something that we haven't done in a long time. Communicate and get this, communicate when things are going all right. It don't have to be only because the things are going bad, only because, well, I need you. No, let's do it just because, just because that develops the relationship. And so what better time, not just during a pandemic, but during the Christmas time in a pandemic. <laughs> so God wants us to be able to really just take care of that family that he has blessed us with that family that we're in, for us to be able to praise and worship God, and what better way to praise and worship God than with family, than with friends, than with those that we love. So as we get ready to wrap it up, I was going to make this short today because I want us to be able to really just have the opportunity to just sit back and just ponder, just think about what are we going to do? What are you going to do during this holiday season that's going to honor God, that's going to even introduce others to God. And, you know, some people, to each his own, some people, I don't I don't celebrate Christmas. Well, this is still an opportunity for us to evangelize because we need to evangelize, what, 24-7, anytime. So allow this to be an opportunity for us to really just promote the goodness of God. People know who God is and what God can do and also how much they're loved by God. He wants that relationship with them. So with that being said, I hope that those that may be watching, those that may be listening, who may not have family, still understand that you are loved and there's a community of people that would be able to reach out to you or you to be able to reach out to because nobody, nobody should be alone doing this, not just during this holiday season, but during this pandemic. Like I said, this is a great opportunity for us to be able to minister, for us to be able to help those who may be grieving, who may be uh, without a family. There may be others who may not have had, uh, who may not be able to reach their family. And you might be the link to help them to reach their family. 
So utilize this as an opportunity by what? Thinking about those four letters that we often hear back in the day, WWJD, what would Jesus do? So with that being said, just in case you may not be able to um, go anywhere for Christmas, understand you can still celebrate Christmas right where you're at. You don't have to exchange gifts. But also, let's have this as an opportunity for us to be reminded about worship, true worship, keeping God first, keeping God centered. Jesus Christ died for you, died for me. And having him as the center of our life, the center, the not just the first priority, but the only priority in our life, obeying him in every area of our lives, praising and worshiping him. So just in case those who may be watching, just in case you may be going through something, there's nothing too hard for God. And I know I've been talking about Jesus uh, all throughout this show, but just in case you don't know who he is, I would like to introduce you to him. You know, Romans 10 9 tells us, Thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ, thou Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Understand that Jesus Christ died for you. Get this. Because of the sins of Adam, there was a curse upon humanity. But because of the death of Jesus Christ, we have not been redeemed, bought with a price. In other words, we had a death sentence that was lingering above our head. But because of the death of Jesus Christ and him raising up from the dead, we're now being redeemed. So understand that in this life, Jesus promises, I will never leave nor forsake you. And I found out the best life I've had is being saved and set free. No longer do I have, number one, I have eternal life, which is great. I need that. But also, I have abundant life right here on earth. So I'm promised eternal life, but I'm also guaranteed abundant life. So I'm having a life later and a life right now, a great life. I have a great current life and a great future life. And the same God that's offering it to me has offered it to you. But you have to accept him in your life and yield yourself completely over to him. It's not hard. People think, oh, being saved ain't hard. Now look at him. Being saved is actually the easiest thing you can do. Surrender yourself, surrender your life to Jesus Christ and give him the responsibility of doing or give you the tools and the instructions, the assignment that you have in your life. In other words, don't think about it. That's his responsibility. I mean, if you really think about it, you really think about it, it's Jesus' responsibility to guide us to instruct us, to tell us what to do, and to empower us how to do it. We would do that. All we need to do is obey him and do it. Why second guess it? 
it ain't, it's not hard. I used to think it was hard. I've heard other people say it was hard, but the only reason why it was hard because they were wrestling with what God told them versus what they wanted to do. But when you think about God knows way more than you. When you think about that's not my responsibility, that's God's responsibility to think about it. So I'm just going to do it. I'm going to trust him. Then I realized, wow, being saved ain't hard after all. It's a, it's a guarantee. As long as I'm doing what he wants me to do, then it's his responsibility. It's his warranty that I'm going to be under. But as long as I'm doing what I think I want to do, then it gives me the responsibility. And I I can't handle the responsibility. Just in case y'all didn't know it, I made some mistakes in life. And a lot of them I'm still recuperating from. But when I realize it's not my responsibility, it's his responsibility. When I realize I'm how helpless I am without him and how helpful I am and how empowered I am with him, then you know what? I've been a fool trying to do it on my own. I made some foolish decisions on my own. So now that I know that the consequences is going to be on my end, how about I yield everything to him and start receiving the benefits instead of dealing with my own consequences? So that really helped me to understand all this time I've been shortchanging myself. I allowed the devil to shortchange me because I've been listening to him and him telling me, oh, well, God don't really care about you. You you know, God don't want you to have no funds. But in actuality, God was trying to lead me to the abundant life that he has for me. Abundant life meaning a better quality of life, a stress-free life. Anytime there's stress in our life, that means that we're taking upon something or we're doing something in a way that God does not want us to do. Would God give us peace? He give us peace and add us no sorrow. When God give blessings, when God give, when God bestow things upon us, there's no stress behind it. So if there's a stress to me, I'm doing something beyond my own capability. So I'm trying to do things my own self. So why? Why? Why why am I going to do something like that? So with that being said, I want each and every one of us to be able to think about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, where he died for you. He died for me. And I'm saying he loves you so much. He wants that relationship with you. So as we get ready to pray, you know, your needs, you know, your concerns, whatever it is, I want you to understand there's nothing too hard for him. We already have heard it in his word, cast all of our cares upon him because he cares for you. And so he's the only one that can lift every burden, raise up every bow down head. So as we get ready to pray, put up every petition before him and let him work it out. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We ask you, God, to forgive us, God, if there's anything that we said or thought or felt that was unlike you. And, God, we ask you for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness, and we thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for being an awesome God. We thank you, Lord, for being a merciful God. We thank you, Lord, for being our Redeemer. God, we ask you, Lord, to help us, God, in every area of our lives, God, mentally, physically, spiritually, God, 
every area of our lives, God. And God, we ask you, Lord, to yield ourselves to you right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we're speaking, God, to help us, God, to keep you as the center of our lives right now, in the name of Jesus. Even during this holiday season, God, help us, God, to acknowledge you in all of our ways, God. And you said that you will direct our paths, God. So, God, we're speaking, God, that you help us, God, to acknowledge you, God, to obey you, God, to trust you in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, instead of everything you stand for, we run every problem, we run every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for being a merciful God, a faithful God. God, we're speaking right now, God, for those who may be grieving, God. Comfort them right now. Be with them right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we know during this holiday season, there are many people who are grieving right now, God. And not only the, this is a, an awesome time to celebrate for others, but for some, but then also there are those that are grieving. There, these are uh, uh, worrisome times. These are uncomfortable times for others, God. God, we speak, God, that you comfort them right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you comfort their heart right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, there are those that are grieving, God. Minister to them, comfort them, God. Lead them, God. Give them peace right now, God. Give them comfort right now, God. Let them know that they are still loved right now, God. And God, help us, God, to be able to cast up all of our curls upon you, God. And help each day, God, get a little bit easier, God. God, help each day, God, be easier, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I want to hold up the Lynch family, God. Continue to hold them up right now, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're speaking, God, holding up Martin Sanders, God. Holding him up right now, God. God, we know, God, there's nothing to offer you, God. Continue to strengthen him, strengthen him mentally, physically, emotionally, God, financially, God. In the name of Jesus, God, touch him, God. Touch his wife right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, be with the family, God. Be with the children right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, even the young man that that was uh, that passed away today, God, the drama, God, we're thinking, God, that you comfort him right now, God. In the name of Jesus, comfort the Franklin family right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God. Even in this nation, God, we hold up. America right now, God, holding them up right now, God, holding up every nation in the world right now, God. God, we, God, you send your word, God, to pray for our leaders, God. God, we speaking right now, God, that you touch, God, that you touch the leaders right now, God. Those that are sitting, also those that are be coming in, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God, as a nation, God, to keep you first, God, to implement you back into our lives, to implement you back into this nation right now. God, we speaking, God. We speaking, God, that you remove any and every wickedness and every deception right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, help us, God to praise and worship you, not praising man, but praising you right now in the name of Jesus. And God, help us, God, to be one nation under you right now, God. Remove the hatred, the bickering right now in the name of Jesus, the deception right now, God, in the name of Jesus, the violence right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank you for tuning in. I hope and pray that something was said that will help us to be able to keep Christ first in our lives. 
I hope and pray that you have a safe holiday. I hope and pray that you all be able to do something together as a family to commemorate the real reason for the season, and that's Jesus Christ. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope and pray that you all were able to enjoy yourself and be safe. And I said this earlier before we got on the video, but be careful. Be safe. Don't just be aware of your surroundings. That's good. But also be aware of your finances. Don't try to spend every dime on something that means nothing. Make sure that you understand the true reason for celebrating Christmas. Giving gifts is fine, but most importantly, give them an opportunity to see Christ through your life. So God bless you all. I love y'all dearly. Good night.